make sure y'all go hit the follow button on Facebook for Levi's Reese and more. No, y'all gonna need them them Reese. Y'all ain't wanna give y'all wife or whatever a good a good present. You know, some y'all can just hang on the door quick. Custom made Reese from Levi's Reese and more. Go hit the follow button on Levi's Mobile Detailing and Levi's U Sports Talk on Instagram and Facebook, y'all. Follow, hit the follow button, tell a friend to follow. When y'all listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button, follow y'all. And after y'all give the podcast a listen, share it on y'all's social medias. Give me some good feedback. Let me know how y'all like it, if y'all do, if y'all don't. It don't matter. Any feedback is good feedback. going on man Baron what's up man how you doing not much man been a long time yeah I was looking back uh early last spring I believe it was so uh, not quite a year but but getting towards that so yeah it was it's close it was close (laughs) how's your house all right man well we'll get into it man yeah let's go let's do it all right want to welcome everybody to episode nine of coach's corner and today we got a returner. It's been a while, but but he back. You know, um, Jeff Strange. We gonna we gonna talk about um, him. He write articles articles for Top Gun events. You know, we talk about the process and that. Um, talk about what made him want to start. You know, into writing articles. The leadership. We'll talk about the different types of leaderships. Pitching rotation. You know, he's a head coach for the 2010 team. So. We'll talk about the pitching rotation that he have and and how he go about that and and the main thing for these younger kids is is fundamentals. So we'll get into fundamentals too, but we'll we'll start off, man, with with you know I know you kind of you talked about it in the, in the first podcast we did, um, but man, just just what made you want to just start writing articles? Well, I, this is something that I did many years ago not not full-time or anything but it mm-hmm. it's kind of a little side gig that i did um and honestly it was top gun events was, was looking to you know kind of i guess expand on their you know on their their brand and some of the things they're doing so um you know the opportunity was there uh, i i reached out to them just Given some information that I had, spoke to some of the people there. There was a mutual interest, and you know, at first going into it, I, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but they've pretty much given me the liberty to do whatever I want. Um, so I, you know, early on was kind of profiling some players, things like that. I think when I started, it was last fall, mm-hmm. right after the uh, September first opening for. Uh, recruiting um for colleges speaking to uh class of 2025s and uh i i put out a few few articles that that were well received i guess i mean at least people said that they liked them (laughs) so (laughs) um so anyways yeah that that kind of started it and then um you know moved along to to a few other things as well uh right now with where we're kind of still in the I guess you'd say the, I guess we're kind of in a preseason right now. So 
really what I've been focusing on here the past few months is just previewing teams, uh, some of the organizations, speaking to the coaches, which has been great, you know, getting to know some people, networking a little bit, and then as well, college previews as well, speaking to some of the college coaches and getting some information from them. And that was really, I think, kind of what, what the appeal was all along for me was just to be able to make connections with people in, in this mm-hmm. kind of, kind of, I guess like what you right did it for. I mean, mm-hmm. is that fair to say? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to you and I'm like, huh? kind of, you know, kind of what I do. I'm just not, you know, just, just letting them just talk, talk it out. And I don't have to write anything down. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, it really is just been again, having good conversations with people. I, I mean, I've really had some awesome conversations with a lot of coaches, a lot of athletes. I mean, it's some of these athletes, I mean, they just amaze me with how, how impressive and how poised they are as teenagers. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's the the way that they go about their lives, you know, they, they take their educations very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously they're athletic, uh, you know, they're what they're doing for for the game as well, trying to, you know, work on their, their skills, work on becoming a better athlete, um, make themselves appealing to, uh, you know, the, the higher levels, you know, in a lot of cases, the collegiate level. Um, it, just hearing their stories and having conversations with, with a lot of these athletes, it's very impressive mm-hmm. to so- hear how, how they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. So, so when you started, you started like, um, just like with, uh, I guess like seniors and stuff like seniors in high school and stuff like that. Actually, it was mostly juniors. Um, just because, okay. uh, that's the class of 2025 just is the junior year right now. That's, they opened up, uh, on September 1st for being able to, you know, recruiting, you know, to offer, you know, colleges were able to start having open conversations about what they could offer in terms of recruiting to class of 2025. So that was really a lot of the, the initial uh, conversations that I was having with people. Um, Yeah. Some seniors as well, but, but honestly a lot of class of 2025s early on. And then um, as well, a few other things too um, along the way, just kind of, I I know I, I remember I did one article I think it was in December about um, just the athletes and how they, how, how much their off season training in terms of, you know, strength and agility, those sorts of things have become more prevalent. Um, I mean, I think I'm probably older than you are fair, but I mean, you know, when I was a kid, they said, just go over there and, you know, hit the, hit the bench, you know, go on over there and do some squats. You know, there wasn't, I mean, there was a game, you know, some people had a game plan, but it wasn't anything like it is right now. No, no, not even close. No, I mean, there's so much more education um, as to as, even sports-specific types of uh, workouts, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So so I, I remember I did an article that hit on that. I really enjoyed doing that one. Um, but honestly, a lot of it is has been focused on the athletes and then – and then the teams as well. 
Okay. So like, so like when you, do you reach out to like for the high school, you reach out to the schools and then, you know, that's how you get the athletes or do you reach out to the athletes or the athletes parents? Like, how do you get in touch with the athletes? You know that, cause like me, I just, I mean, as I got you, I just sent your team page a message, you know? So like you doing these high school girls, right? So like, how do you get in contact with them? to even start writing the articles about them. Usually I, I never try to go through the athlete themselves. Mm-hmm. I, right. actually, yeah. I never have. I never do that. I Yeah, I especially because they're in high school. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I always go through either their club coach and a lot of times yeah. doing a little bit of digging on that end, you know, like just just trying to get whatever, you know, word of mouth. You know, you mm-hmm. ask somebody and I mean, if you're savvy enough, you can you can kind of figure out, you know, with the with the help of the internet or social media, those sorts of things is. Oh yeah. You know who, who's exactly yeah who's who you know, and then you you reach out to someone in that regards, or or in other cases, I have as well reached out to parents of athletes. Um, similar, similar, I guess, in the the method of, you know, just doing a little research on my end to to find out contact information. And then I, I always try to present it in a, in a manner of my name's Jeff strange, you know, I I'm with top gun events here. We've got a, a big following, you know, there's X amount of followers on Facebook, X amount of followers on Twitter where, you know, we've got a website as well. So there, there's a lot of avenues here that we can kind of get your story onto. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also too, I, I I, I will say that Top Gun Events is a is a growing growing platform. Um, they've they've done a really good job and established themselves as uh, really one of the go to tournament sanctions in the Midwest and and actually the country. I would say um, they they hold some events that are traditionally some of the strongest in the country, if not the strongest. I mean that. The Top Gun invite in the summer, Kansas City becomes the softball capital of the country, essentially. Um, so okay. usually it's Father's Day weekend, and they've they've really really done a good job with that. So, so you know, uh, kind of utilizing that as well as a as a way to, um, I guess, push you know to 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 push any kind of you know. Will you talk to me? You know, I'm with Top Gun events, those sorts of right. things. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely helped. So, yeah, you got that. You got that behind you. You know, it ain't just a random person just, hey, man, I want to do an interview with you. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you got to make sure you let them know, like, hey, you know, I'm with Top Gun events, especially over there. You know, like you said, Top Gun is, is pretty big in the Midwest. <clears throat> um, so, so it just, you know, Top Gun, and that's how we it, it ventured with the, with the softball, the organization. It basically, you know, goes like with the Top Gun events. Well, believe it or not, actually, so so I I coach in Top Gun Fast Pitch organization, but believe right. it or not, they are not directly affiliated with each other. Oh, okay, um, so That's crazy. <laughs> so there there is uh, a roundabout um, history with them. Um, I I I don't want to butcher the story because I I. I know it, but I don't know it accurately enough to sit here and tell it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to butcher it, uh, right? Okay. You know, to <laughs> to the audience. 
Um, mm. But but the reality of it is, is they're they're not directly affiliated anymore. Um, so we we did move. We are part of Top Gun Fast Pitch, um, and then I I am also like I said I I'm affiliated with Top Gun Events as well. So um, it, uh, it is confusing, and it is on the forefront. You would think that they are tied together, but mm-hmm. but the reality of it is, is they're not directly tied together. Um, at least not right now. So, yeah, uh, we, we went to Top Gun Fast Pitch first, and then uh, I got on with Top Gun Events, uh, writing the stories that was in, I believe, it was September, I believe, uh, in the fall of 2023. Okay. So, okay, so when you, you know, when you die, you're interviewing, the, you know, the, the what is it, if it's the athlete or is it, if it's a coach, and you know, once you get done interviewing them, interviewing them, then you have, then you go back and basically, do you like listen to the recording, you know, and then write write the article that way? Yeah, usually, usually I'll try. What what I have learned, I I I have a, I don't ever try to do every interview the exact same way. Mm-hmm. But I but I do have a list of general questions that I'll ask. And then I'll also I try to do my research on the athlete or the team or whatever the, the program that I that I'm that I'm going to be talking to mm-hmm. and and ask them specific questions pertaining to, you know, the the subject at hand. You know, if it's the athlete, you know, hey, it looks like you're also a, a well-known basketball player. You know, mm-hmm. give me some some information on that or or the school. Um, again, kind of w- one thing that I really enjoyed doing was, uh, doing some of these college programs over the, over the winter. And I really familiarized myself with just the conferences, you know, like what, you know, they, they play in like the Ohio Valley conference. I did a lot of schools from the Ohio Valley conference, which is they're, they're largely Midwestern schools. They're, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Southeast Missouri State, Lindenwood, Eastern Illinois, Southern Illinois, Edwardsville. So, so kind of Midwestern okay, schools, yeah. but uh, they're they're mid-major Division One programs largely. But I got to know a lot of the teams, uh, a lot of the coaches, a lot of the athletes, and you know that that the from the schools in that conference um, picked up on some other things as well. There's you know some smaller uh nai schools that we did um also so bottom line was really just you know there, there's i guess a general list of questions that i'll speak to people about okay. but then i also will spend some time researching um each particular again either athlete school team whatever <laughs> uh get some background information there and anything that piques my interest and i'll add that into the conversation as well Okay, and then when when you're doing the the colleges, you do coaches and athletes. So far, it's just been coaches. Um, okay, that's that's really what I've been so far. It's uh, I will say, colleges have been a little more difficult to to get to talk to. Um, not that it's it's you know I I don't think it's bad I or that was unexpected as as well. Um, you know, I, it's, it's mainly just trying to get it, you know, coaches is, is extremely busy, you know, yep. coach is they got a lot on their plate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so getting them to commit to an hour or whatever, two hour conversation or it's usually not that long, but let's call it, you know, 45 minutes to an hour conversation is it's asking a lot. Yeah. Um, the athletes obviously as well have a lot on their plate. You know, they're on top of being an athlete, a, de- a demanding schedule, you know, from an athletic standpoint, they've also got school to deal with as well. Mm-hmm. So, so largely what I've done when I speak to the colleges, it's, it's all been talking to the the coaches, but the good thing is, is they've all given good feedback on their, their, their roster. Um, you know, who, who's, you know, returning, who's coming in, who are some of the key people to watch out for, you know, who are some of the sleepers on a roster potentially. Um, so, so I, I feel like I, I get good feedback um, from the coaches to put information out on the athletes on the team. And then also there's doing just the research, you know, I mean, if you see that, like Eastern Illinois, I did an article about them. I mean, they had the Ohio Valley Conference Pitcher of the Year, Olivia Price. I mean, you just do your research and you see mm-hmm. you know, she had a, an exceptional season last year, and uh, you know she's a she's a special athlete. You could tell just by looking at all the accolades that she's had, her stats from the past year, and what she's done since she's been there at the school. So those those are things that kind of stick out to me, at least um, when I am, I guess. Uh, wanting to to speak on specific athletes at a at a, each school, so. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, you could have done, you could have started like me. You could have started a podcast. You know, you could have done some other things. You know, like what made you just want to just write articles? You know, like me, I I probably wouldn't even be able to understand what I was writing when it's time to type it out or something. I got terrible <laughs> handwriting and all this. <laughs> you know. So, like, like out of all the things, you know, like, what made you want to start writing articles just just like that? Man, I I don't really know. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I remember when I was a kid, I was always, you know, we're going back to newspaper days. So, like, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I remember... I'd always be, you know, we, we'd read the newspaper, that the sports section, things right. like that, following the teams here. I'm, I'm from St. Louis, so, I mean, you had the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, was the big baseball team up here. Um, for a while, the St. Louis Rams football, you know, St. Louis Blues hockey. Um, and then some of the college, you know, Mizzou, big program. St. Louis University had a good basketball team for a while. So, I just – I always paid attention Growing up, I mean, I was always into sports. You know, I played played sports growing up, and then I, you know, I just was always into it. And this was before things like the internet, obviously, as well. Right. Um, but then I also, we had those community newspapers, too. Like, the one we used to have up here, it was called the Suburban Journal. And it, it would cover all the high school programs, and it, it'd have their stats, you know, who was the, you know, conference players of the year, you know, the athletes of the week, you know, stuff like that. And I just, I mean, it was... It was a newspaper that was delivered free to our house, so I—I I mean, it's just—I just grew up reading them, and I—I I always enjoyed reading them, and I always kind of remembered, who you know, who was. Oh yeah, I, this this school's got a really good program this year, and I heard this, you know, this kid's a stud. This kid's really good. You know, this coach has been coaching forever. I just—I don't know that all that stuff was just interesting to me. So, um, 
I don't really have a, a background in, in writing or anything. Um, I, I, I guess, you know, I enjoy it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't, I don't really have a real reason. I just, I just like sports. I remember I've always been into this sort of thing. Um, I mean, I guess I can construct a sentence halfway decent and, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. Again, it's, uh, there's nothing really, there's no real specific rhyme or reason. Um, I just like sports, man. And I, you know, I've grown to love this softball a lot. Um, you know, especially as I'm getting older and my daughter's getting older and the girls that I coach are getting older and, you know, you start to think about, okay, well, what's going to be important as we get older? Well, getting their names out there, you know, making connections in the softball world with, you know, just people that are, that are, have made names for themselves already. Um, you know, and then obviously there's the college side of things as well, getting to speak to college coaches. I mean, they, they probably get hundreds and hundreds of emails a day from anybody, you know, telling them how great their five-year-old daughter is, you know, just whatever, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, it's, it's just trying to establish a, a decent, uh, relationship with people and along the way, hear some cool stories and share some some of their stories. I mean, that's really, I guess, the most important thing is uh, getting the content out to people. But but I'd be lying if I didn't say that there's, you know, there's an element involved as well that is largely just myself, just curious. Um, I mean, is that how you, you know, again, going back to your story, why'd you get into podcasting? Yeah, for me, it was in San Antonio, man, it's, I mean, I don't want to just say, you know, it's a lot of negativity, but it's a lot of negativity around mm-hmm. the sport of softball, man. Um, I mean, I've been in San Antonio for three years and I feel like I've been living there for all my life, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's just so much that goes on in the softball world and like, like, all I do is listen to podcasts, like, you know me, like, any kind of podcast, like, if I feel like, you know I mean, I listen to it, or I give it a try, you know, so, and, and I was just sitting there one day, and I told my wife, I was like, man, you know, what about if I start a podcast on youth sports, you know, start off in the softball world, and just try to get some positivity going, you know, like, I'm... Mm-hmm. I've I've been a coach and I've been a parent, you know, like so you hear when you when you coach and you hear, you know, this, this, but then when you off the field or when I'm with my oldest one and I'm a parent, you hear a lot of why a coach doing this and why they doing this and why, you know. So mm. I'm like, man, what about if I just start a podcast and, you know, start asking these coaches all these questions and therefore the parents can see why they do certain things and you know and i'm like you know i started it my very first one i started with one of my good friends like he coached my oldest one when they was like in eight you going into 10 you started you know started off with the like me for me i started off you know with somebody that i kind of people that i kind of knew you know to kind of get my get my feet wet like they used to tell us back in the day yeah yeah (laughs) you know and and man now it's like it's it, it just come to me now like but podcasting is just just that man positivity like softball is just 
even when you just randomly talk to somebody, like it's just they start saying all this negative stuff. Or, yeah, they doing this, and they and I'm like, it's not it's not so negative. Like this sport is growing so much and so fast. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people with this negativity, it's it's if they keep going like this, it's gonna hurt a lot of really talented girls because right all they hear is negativity man like it's yeah it's just crazy i mean i don't know how it is up there you know i'm maybe it's you know a little bit of the same or maybe the same but down here it's it's, it's just insane it's thick yeah. Yeah, yeah my goodness yeah. Right? yeah it's i mean you 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 have stuff that happens i right. i would guess that that's probably the same everywhere maybe it's mm-hmm. a little bit worse in certain areas than it is in other areas. But at the end of the day, I think, I think that probably exists in all sports too. It's, yeah, it's crazy, man. We, I've, I've had a lot of conversations with people up here, you know, just that I've just made friends with, you know, from largely from being involved in, in this stuff. And mm-hmm. we've sat and talked about it. And what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And sometimes, you know, I, I, I think, I think the money has a lot to play with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but especially in a sport like softball, it's it's big money, man. Oh yeah, I mean, it, this it ain't costs. a cheap sport. Yeah, you know, costs. I mean, equipment, travel, you know, fees, everything. I mean, it, you know, if you're getting lessened, you know, like I said, off season weightlifting training. You know what I mean? It, again, yeah. it ain't like. It, <laughs> Things are just different, you know. It ain't like yes. how I mean, I, you know. We we've talked before. It ain't like how we grew up, you know. When your your dad was like yelling at in the backyard, like it just hit the ball. What's your problem? Right. You know, it, <laughs> things are different, you know, nowadays. So it's I, you know, I I don't know. So I mean, it, and with that, there's money. Um, I think egos play a humongous role. Yes, in this, huge role, and that's something mm-hmm. that I've come to learn as I've gotten older or, you know, as we've, we've gotten into the older ages that, and, you know, honestly, man, and I, I'm probably going to stir the pot a little bit by saying this, but it, it's, you know, it's egos. I don't know if it's so much egos of players. No, it's know, the, the coaches the athletes, and parents. It's the coaches and parents, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Man, these you little know. girls, these little girls don't know what's going on. They just go right. out there and play. Everything right. everything evolves like it's around parents all the time. Mm-hmm. Something happens. It's not around the kids. They, these these girls that they go, you know, I gotta be here an hour early, hour fifteen early. Boom, they get out the car, go, and then all stuff break loose. <laughs> yeah, you know. But and and I don't want to, you know, make it sound like San Antonio is such a bad place. It's not, you know, bad. It's just. The softball, as big as San Antonio is, is very small, like as in the softball community. Mm. So everybody knows everybody. And the second Lil Susie don't play, Pops make another team. So it's like it's it's like the most talented players in San Antonio. They so spread out that it's it's just watered down. Yeah. Yep. It's it's just insane, man. People people making teams all the time, man. You got yeah. two and three new teams. It's like, like how? Like, it's yeah. just like how? Like, where are you getting the girls from? You know? Yeah. But... We've used that term, watered down 
mm-hmm. a lot. Again, just people that I know that those two words have been thrown around many, many, many times. And I, I don't know. It, it's again, there's a lot of good people too. Like you said, yeah, that's, that's real. A, that's yeah. a crusade that you're, you're trying to accomplish here with mm-hmm. this. And I applaud you for it. Yeah, and, Cause, cause man, I didn't met, I didn't met people from all over the place. A lot of right. good people from all over the place, man. Like now, man, like the podcast is growing, you know, and, and I'm at tournaments and, you know, I got my shirts and stuff on, you know, with the, the logos and stuff. But and it's, it's people that I I don't even know. I don't mm-hmm. even know a lot of people, man, that come up to me and Levi. And I'm like, yeah, oh, man, I enjoy the podcast. And I'm like, oh, oh that's sweet. that's awesome, man. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, man, it's just it's random like that. So, you know, what I mean, I, I, I'm guessing I'm doing the good thing. <laughs> well, like you said, I mean, you started out just just talking to people that you you knew you know Mm -hmm. you getting like you said getting your feet wet going that way but then throughout the course of time you start to grow word of mouth starts to travel you know Mm -hmm. you start to grow a little bit with it you you start to come up with other ideas you know i mean i'm sure there's times where you're just i'll just be driving around you know and i'm like (laughs) you know man this would be a good idea to Try to talk to somebody about this or talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. About oh yeah, all the time. And I, my note, I got so many note, different notepads on my thing. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, and then you—that's just it. I mean, you you get to where, you know, you're you're kind of learning along the way. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, that's the same for me. And then you just you start looking for ways to make connections with people. So you know, yeah, yeah your your circle was tight when you started but you're you're getting more and more people i mean just like you said i mean i you know we know each other mm-hmm. you know but but i mean i've had plenty of conversations with you you know what i mean yeah. throughout the, the course of time since mm-hmm. since we initially spoke so it's uh i don't know you you make you make good connections with people and you know hopefully you you can turn those connections into good whatever friendships relationships whatever it is yeah whatever you know mm-hmm. maybe other doors get opened up along the way so no oh, yeah oh yeah man for sure for sure yeah. man so you know when, when you hear the word like leadership man what like what type of leaders you know it's it's all kind of different leaders you know you can just be a leader in anything any kind of way so like when you if you would have to pick a leader like as in like on, on one of your teams, you know, like what type of leader would you would you choose? And I know it's it's like I said, it's multiple ones. Nothing is the wrong answer. Not, you know, it's, a lot of people have the leadership convo and it's oh no, this this and it's like like no it, it, it really don't matter. Like all leaders all leaders are good. So so when you talk about when you hear the word leadership like like what what pops into mind with you? Well I, I would say that there there's probably multiple answers, at least for me, oh, yeah. that, that I would say. I, it, it's always good to have the verbal leader. Um, I, I'm a big believer in communicating on the field, talking, you know, just, just uh, knowing the, the situation. And, I mean, this ain't about me, but when I, when I played sports, I never shut up. 
I mean, <laughs> I, I was constantly running my mind, you know, just whatever, talking, saying stuff nonstop, you know. And I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I I want my athletes to to be exactly like that, but it's mm-hmm. I do like you know when people who are who are chattering you know who are saying stuff you know that are talking on the field you know our catchers talking out you know whatever you know runner on first you know and just given the situation or what are we doing here those sorts of things and but then as well too it's it's really good to have athletes that they they just set the tone you know their their motor's always going um i i think that that's that sets the bar high you know, for for a lot of the the people on the team, and it, it you know it it starts to get to a point where other athletes they they start to pick up on it. Yep. Um, you know, working hard. You know, just just set, again setting the tone. Um, they don't always have to be vocal. Yes, I do like vocal athletes, people who are going to talk, and um, again being there and the rah rah, those sorts of things are great, mm-hmm. but. But if you've got a girl who who may not necessarily be the most verbal or vocal type, but but they they go out there and they bust their behinds and get after it and they want it, I think that that sets the tone as well that other athletes pick up on, and ultimately it it, it leads to that competitive fire and competitive edge coming out. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, yeah so for sure, man. I, I don't I don't know if there's a if there's a specific one that I prefer more than the other, um, I mean, again, I, I, we do preach, you know, communicating on the field, you know, talk, 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 no situation, talk. I think everybody does that to be honest with you. Oh yeah. Um, but also as well too, just people who are setting a tone at practice, you know, pre games, you know, everything like that. Those are, those are big as well. And I think those, those go a long way. Um, especially as you're getting older too, as, as for us, you know, we're, we're starting to get into those ages where we're, we're getting the girls prepped and ready for, you know, you know, you're not quite there to where people are going to, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. let's just call it colleges <laughs> or whatever, you know, are going to start coming and looking at you, but, but we're not far off. So mm-hmm. we need to really, really start hammering down this, this mentality here. So it's just second nature as when you get there, you, you just, it's involuntary. It's just how we, how you are with it. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, you yeah. know, you're, you're going to have girls who are shy by nature, you know, oh, you're going to yeah. have girls who, you know, that are afraid to speak up cause they don't maybe know the right thing to say, but, um, I, I guess as a coach, it's, it's important for me. And, you know, the people that help me as well to to help make them comfortable to be able to find that voice mm-hmm. or find whatever it is that, that helps set them apart. Yeah. Yeah, me, I think I was like, a, I was a lead by example until I think I got like to an adult. And then mm-hmm. I turned into that vocal leader. Like, because like while I was going to school and, you know, stuff like that, like I didn't talk much. I didn't talk. Mm-hmm. even when I was, you know, a little bit older. Like I didn't talk much, and I guess just by watching, like, cause me is playing basketball, and I think like by watching basketball and how it was just changing, and just seeing how everybody talked, man, and and I got to a point I was playing in the city league in Laredo, 
and the the referee told me I could I, I need to stop talking so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like he literally told like he wouldn't let me have a conversation with other players or other like every, every time I was trying to talk, he was like, like, no, like you can't do that. But like I'm just like I would talk like the whole time I was in the game. Yeah. It, sometimes I don't even know what I was talking about. And I think he got <laughs> another <laughs> he got, <laughs> He yeah. got annoyed with me because every time I would do a layup, I would yell and one. Yeah. So he started telling me I couldn't say that. Do you think so, you were like getting whatever showboating or whatever, something like that? Or that's what? that's probably that's probably what it was. But like me and I'm the type like if I feel like you're trying to like get over with me, you know, like after the game, I go, hey, man, I need to have a conversation with you. Like, yeah. why are you telling me, like, I can't talk? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be a leader. I'm trying to show, like, me, I play with the young kid. I'm trying to show them, you know, how to do these type of things. I didn't grew up. Like, I'm trying to, like, I wish I could, was like this when I was younger, but I wasn't. And, yeah, he was like, man, no, nah, like, you can't be doing that. Now everybody is saying and one, and I'm thinking, like, that's part of basketball. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like you had a crusty old man there. Or something yeah, like that. yeah, it, it was – I mean, we won't get into all that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless but their like, hearts. There you yeah, go. Yeah, and then, you know, at this age, you have a lot of, you know, girls that likes to just lead by example. Sure. You know, and 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 not not talk much, and you know, even though they know they playing a sport, that man, the more you talk, the easier it could be because it's so difficult. I don't. Sometimes I wonder how they do it, and you know, stuff like that. But but this is they talent, and they are very good at it. Well, you know, I I I guess it's funny, man. I you know, last time I talked to you, we were second year twelve. Now we're First year fourteen, so whatever cost cost thirteen you if you want whatever you want to cost. Yeah, it's all but, different. Right? <laughs> but it's 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 something that I've noticed is that the girls seem more mature. Mm-hmm. At least at least our girls, I can I can see a maturity level that is settling in, and some of them hit it a little bit earlier than others. Some of them were already there, you know. The last time I talked to you, whatever I think mm-hmm. last April or March or whenever it was, yeah, you know. Right. And, and, but, but I I feel like a lot of the girls they're they're starting to to understand that maturity aspect of things a little bit more. They're not. I'm not saying everyone's perfect, you know, and and on point with it, but mm-hmm. you, you can just see that they're starting to get certain things. And you know, I I can speak from my older daughter to some capacity now she's she's not a softball player but as she's gotten older she's come out of her shell quite a bit also mm-hmm. you know and, and it's more verbal and you know more you know will say certain things whatever just to you know whatever to to talk to her teammates those sorts of things to to amp herself up whatever though you know just mm-hmm. just an understanding of the situation i guess yeah um, and I, I suppose that that's, those are things that I, as you get older, I guess, I mean, you think about it. I mean, my, most of my girls are, I mean, your, your, your daughter is what in fifth grade, sixth grade, fourth sixth grade, grade, yeah, sixth grade, She's in sixth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my girls are in seventh and eighth. Most of them are in eighth. I have uh, one girl that's in seventh grade also, 
I mean, I don't know about you, man. When I was in eighth grade, I was not the smartest kid. You know, and, you know what I, I mean. Wasn't like, even trying to, I wasn't even trying to really play sports like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I my brain was all over the place when I was in yeah. eighth grade. You know, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I, again, it's, it's these are a lot of these kids, man. They they got a lot on their plates, man. Yep. And you know, it's they you, you, you want them to do. You want them to work hard. You want them to teach them to. Hey, if if you have a goal and a dream. You know there are there are steps and and sometimes sacrifices that you're going to have to make to get there, and you know it, it. But at the same time too, you don't want them to become robots, you know, or anything right. like that either. Mm-hmm. So it, it's I I don't know trying to it's a fine line, I guess, that you have to walk as a parent, as a coach, um, and as an athlete for that matter too, I guess. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know, I it's funny it's. I've been watching college softball all night long, you know, on on ESPN. And I mean, there's you see these girls, they're they're all talking. They, you know, their their game awareness is high, those sorts of things. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't much different for a lot of these girls to where our girls at the same age. You know what I mean? Right. They're probably yeah. in a lot of the same boats and same scenarios that you know, girls that, you know, like your daughter and, and girls in your daughter's team, I know they got a very strong team. Um, same thing, you know, some of the girls on our team and, and athletes that we play against as well, I mean, they probably were all in the same boat at the same age. And it just, over time, they, whatever, somehow, some way kicked in for them. Mm. And, uh, you know, they're there now. Yeah. Man, the one thing, like, what I love to watch is, it's like the college girls, man. You see them like when they playing, they laughing. They just, mm-hmm. they just having so much fun that it's just, it's just crazy. And and like me, like that's what I, cause I mean I didn't play baseball or none of that. I was just basketball. So I have to, I can't speak like for me, you know, like oh when I played baseball, I didn't, I didn't do none of that. I it's way too slow for me, you know? So, but when I, me, I like to show my daughter, Hey, look, look at these kids, look at these girls, they in college, look how much fun they're having. They just not, you know, just serious on the field, have fun with your teammates. When you have fun, you're going to play better. And all that comes in and, you know, and a lot of times she just look at me like, like she's you still learning, yeah, about. yeah. Well, yeah. She, I mean, she's still, yeah. But, but no, I'm, I'm with you, man. I mean, it's uh, honestly, it's an, it's, it's a fun sport to be around. It really is mm-hmm. it's a fast-paced game. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the atmosphere of the games is always very, very, just enjoyable. Um, watching how the how everyone interact you know how the the teams interact with each other and mm-hmm. i mean just it's it's a very very high energy um fun atmosphere to be around um mm-hmm. have you have you guys ever gone and watched like a college game before or anything like that yeah yeah we went to um i think it was last year or two years ago we went to see um a&m and florida oh nice place. And this year we'll go see A and M. Think they playing Mississippi State. Oh, there we'll you go. go yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's we'll a girl go from up here, uh, up here in the St. Louis area that's going to Texas A and M. She's a pitcher. Want to give a special shout out 
my boy Gabe with 210 Sports Gear. If y'all need any baseball, softball gear, be sure to reach out. Again, 210 Sports Gear on Facebook. Y'all go look it up. Go follow 210 Sports Gear on Facebook. Go make sure y'all follow Gabe. He can get y'all what y'all need in the softball and baseball world. He's probably the best player in St. Louis, I would say, a senior. And she's committed (laughs) to Texas A&M next year. So Taylor Brown, keep an eye out for that name. She's she's legit. Yeah. So yeah, that's my my wife. My wife went to went to A and M. So yeah, I don't have no choice but to pay attention. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's good program. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got plenty of choices down in Texas too, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. A lot Uh, of good softball down there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And me, man, I I pay attention to any school. College. You you went to college. You good. I don't care what division it is. You made it to the next level. You have to have talent at some point. Absolutely. 100%. You know? so, yeah. yeah. So, like, with me, I mean, that's with me with, with the sports that I like. I don't, it don't matter what what division, what none of that. I watch it. I watch it. For everything. sure. Yeah. So, man, um, ooh, excuse me. For, for you, for, for your pitching rotation, like, do you have, I don't know, like, how many pitches do you have, you know, on your team, but do you have, like, a rotation that goes game by game or or how do you go about, you know, selecting your pitchers for each game? Well, we, we've got four pitchers on our team. All four of them are, I feel are very, very talented. This is, this is, uh, we are very stoked about myself. I am extremely excited about what I've seen from our pitchers over the winter. Um, and, you know, go, going into into the season here, having four arms that you trust, you know, at really at any given point, it, it's huge. I mean, it, look, I mean, just let's just be honest. It makes my life as a coach a little bit easier. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it, it starts in a circle. I mean, it's really – that's the way I kind of feel about it. I'm, I'm kind of old school with it. I, I like, you know, we, we build up the middle, you know, you, if you've got, if you're strong in the circle, strong behind the plate, your middle infield center field strong, you know, and then you go, you, you got the, the other pieces to add on to that, then, then you're probably going to have success or at least you, you should have success if everything goes lines up properly. So again, starting in the circle, it, it's, it's a big benefit. Um, as far as like a rotation or anything like that, you know, we don't really, I, I don't necessarily have follow like a rotation in terms of like a, let's just say a major league baseball kind of rotation where, you know, whatever this guy's pitching, you know, there's, there's a five man rotation and, you know, pitcher one pitches on whatever Monday, pitcher two's on Tuesday, you know, and then so on and so forth. And then once you get to, you know, past the fifth day, then you recycle and repeat, you know? So we, we don't necessarily go with that. Um, I, I, I mean, a lot of times it'll kind of depend on who we're playing. Um, okay. 
some of my pitch, you know, some of my pitchers are different in terms of just what they they have in terms of stuff. Um, one of my pitchers throws a, a really good drop ball, and if I ha- if we're playing a team that I feel that that's going to be more into play, you know, more of a success against, mm-hmm. we'll we'll go with her, you know. Um, a couple of my other girls, you know, they they're they they like to elevate, you know, they've whatever they they've got a you know a certain pitch or a certain demeanor that that seems like it might play up against that type of opponent. So and and sometimes it 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 comes down to you know who's you know who's hot, right? Um, you know what I mean? Like it's it, it, it's weird. One thing I I have noticed over doing this, and I I will keep a track of this is you know you'll have tournaments where one girl may pitch more than the other you know you might have a, let's say you play a weekend and you play six games over the course of the weekend mm-hmm. and you know one girl might throw you know x amount of innings and then you know another girl is half of that amount but then you know at the end of the year all their innings are pretty similar so somehow some way it just always seems like it works itself out um, I I don't have a particular rhyme or reason as to to why it does that. Um, I mean, again, just in all honesty, we we go matchups, and you know who's got the hot hands, basically. Um, and sometimes too, some of our athletes are you know they're key defensive players for us as well. And sometimes oh, we need their glove in the field. You know, like a one of my pitchers is a really strong defensive second baseman. Like really strong defensive second baseman. Another one of my pitchers is a really strong defensive third baseman. So sometimes it's a matter of we need her glove in the field, mm-hmm. you know. So we, you know, we we're gonna go with one of our other arms. Now that's the luxury of having four girls that throw well, right? You know, and and that you're confident in that you can go to any one of those four girls, you know, and still put your your top defense out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. So I guess it's a variety of things. Um, I I don't know if that's the right mentality or the wrong mentality, but that's my mentality, I guess. <laughs> so, um, and, and you see, these are this is reasons why I started the podcast, right? Because mm-hmm. being a parent, you hear a lot of, especially you know the you know not trying to sing my but pitching parent. Oh, it was yeah. my daughter's turn. Why my daughter not pitching? Why my daughter not yeah. warming up? Why my daughter not doing it? And, you know, at this point in time, you don't know what's going on on the other side of the fence or wherever y'all warming up at. You don't mm-hmm. know what the coaches have in mind. Right. Well, those so, are those are things too. Not to cut you off, but those are mm-hmm. you know that's that's a really good point too. That sometimes there's things that you you can just pick up on the demeanor of the athlete. You know when you know we're 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 with the girls, warming up. You know those mm-hmm. sorts of things. We're with the girls in the dugouts, and if she's, you know, she's showing signs of fatigue, she's showing signs of whatever, just not feeling right. You know, whatever it is. You know, maybe my my calf is hurting. You know, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pushing off, and I just I feel a little pinch whenever I push right. off. Just something that you may not. You know. It doesn't stand out necessarily. Those those play a role in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it, – and another thing I will say too now for me, and I know this is something that I, I don't 
agree with at all um, that some teams will do. I I don't like – we do try to monitor our pitchers' workloads. Um, you know, we, we do keep track of pitch counts. Um, you know, we, we try to stay on a pretty – as set of a game plan and workload as possible as we can um without overextending i mean we've there's teams that will play that they'll throw the same girl over and over and over again <laughs> and it just it's it's not necessarily it doesn't irritate me because you know it's like oh man we're playing we're facing this girl she's tough you know it's it's not that it's because dude you're gonna you're gonna ruin this girl at yep. 12 years old, 12 years years old. by like, the time she's 15 16 uh shoulder won't be no good yeah I, I, I mean, I know there's the, you know, the old time thought prop mentality of, you know, well, you know, it's different than baseball. Softball pitchers can throw all they want. I'm not a doctor, man, Mm -hmm. but I, I do enough research and I do enough homework to look and see that, you know, there, there might be a little bit, you know, yeah. Is there more, um, I don't know, leeway as opposed to a baseball pitcher. Yeah, it seems like it. But I I just man, I don't think as a coach, I couldn't live with myself if I had a girl who was just, you know, an exceptional rare type of talent, you know, that I just overworked and you know, she gets to the point where she's in her important years, like you said, 15, 16, 17 years old, and she's She's cooked. She ain't got it anymore because she's overworked, over abused. So I I don't know. That's that's something that that I'm very 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 um I don't know aware of. Try to keep in mind. Uh, that's part of the reason why we have four pitchers as opposed to whatever two pitchers. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that still just roll with. You know, they'll have three pitchers, but they basically pitch two all the time. Two, yeah. So I, I, I I don't know. I mean, to me, that's that's walking a a, a scary road there that I I just don't want to get Some into a situation where we up. yeah yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. so yeah now we have well my daughter's team they got three pitches in mm-hmm. they all they all they all get in the circle they all, yeah <laughs> it's just you know but. I mean, like you said, some people they don't care. I know there's teams out there. It's that, all about them trophies, buddy. Man, I mean, they I think that man, look, they can order them same trophies and the yep. same online what is tournament directors get those trophies. Yeah. <laughs> trophies for you. If that's the case, if that's the case, if you're just chasing trophies, then I mean maybe it's not for you. Because well, let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think, you know, you were talking about how, like, you know, people people will just start – You anybody can start up a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can you can say, yeah, I got 11 girls that want to play softball. You know, and you can go to an organization. And, and not, I'm not saying every organization is going to say, yeah, 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 you can, mm-hmm. you can be a part of an organization. But, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, pretty much anybody can start up a team. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Anybody. Anybody. Do you think that sometimes in those cases, you know, you talked about, you know, you and I both agreed that it gets a little watered down, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the rosters and the teams and all that. 
do you think that sometimes coaches will ride you know if they've got a you know a strong arm you know one or two two girls that are that are really strong they'll just ride them because it allows them to continue having a team you know what i'm saying yes. like does that make sense yes a lot of sense um and some people yes some people it's like hey we going if we going to win we going to win if we going to lose i mean it is what it is we not right. going some coaches you know they they like like you like we not going to overwork you like you are 11 12 years old why right and it's some coaches like no nah, we got we trying to win this too. we trying to get this ring we got to we got to brag on facebook like we exactly. got to put on facebook that that yeah. we won so yeah. um I, we'll think about your shoulder arm whatever we'll think about that later and and I think me as as a parent I think that's why like my daughter she's been wanting to pitch since she was four years old okay and I we have done pitching lessons but in the back of my head I've always been that I don't want that yeah <laughs> like, like have you ever seen I that don't... uh that meme on like Facebook uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this but it's like uh, I'm a pitcher's, you know, it, pitch, being a pitcher's dad isn't stressful at all. And it's it's this picture of this old guy. And it's like me, Bill, 38 years old. And he looks like he's like 70 years old. Yeah, man. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, like, I'm I'm not a pitching parent. And I like, yeah. man, when them, when them balls come right back at those pitchers, oh, yeah. man. I'm on the other side of the fence. Like, and my heart start pounding. <laughs> yeah like man and some of those be be shots and 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 some of these pitchers man even in these younger ages you'll see them man i know we got a pitcher one of our pitchers on our team man you hit anything you know close to her that's you know not just crazy hard like she'll just snag it yeah and i'm like man I, man look second base shot y'all better get to that <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> I'm pitching. I'm doing my job after that, you know, but that's why I'm not a pitcher. You know yeah. what I mean? Because some of those girls, man, like, oh. Yeah, they'll man, hit missiles had, right back up, right back yeah, up. Yeah, right back up I the mean, middle, man. Like, yeah. Like, like, no, like I had seen somebody. It's actually somebody that I had on the on on my podcast from San Antonio. And, and on the podcast, we talked about it. Like, they daughter is a pitcher, and she was pitching a game, and rocket shot right back at her face mask hit the mm. boom hit the face mask mm. as a parent i don't know how I mean she said i don't think she was like my heart dropped and i'm like i didn't see it in person but i seen it just on facebook and right. i watched the video a million times like oh my gosh like yeah like whoa like you know but thinking not being in the shoes of a parent to see my daughter getting the line drive back to the face like i don't know Nah, man, but hey, I give all props to pitchers, pitchers, parents. The two, my two positions on the field is the pitcher and the catcher. Like, them two is just that. I mean, the game's in their hands a lot of the times, you know? It is, yep. I mean, it's, nope. it's, uh, though, I mean, and it, what they have to do just on top of, you know, their everything else, you know, mm -hmm. hitting, you know, I mean, if all of our pitchers still swing the bat, they still play the mm -hmm. field. You know, so I mean, you know, they're they're there. You know, when we're running defense drills and you know just 
you know, working right. situational plays, you know, all that stuff. They're getting their work in there. They're there when we're, you know, when we're, we're taking, you know, spending time in the cage, you know, doing all our T work, doing all our you know, soft toss, whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. It, it, and then on top of that, then, then they, they still have got to go throw. <laughs> and, you know, and I mean, and it, you know, then there's also too the the aspects, like I said earlier, you know, it's, it's spending time getting stronger, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing, doing their whatever, their, their quickness drills, you know, they're doing their, I mean, being a catcher oh, is my goodness. grueling. <laughs> yeah, grueling. That's, that's Especially down right the Texas side, imagine, too. I mean, it, it gets, you know, what is it, like 100 degrees on a regular oh, down there? Yes, that's normal. Yeah. That's yeah. So, I mean, and, you know, 105 with this coming off the heat or if we plan on turf. Yeah, I was oh. just going to say, you guys got a lot of turf fields down there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. getting, and they're getting more and more. They come. Yeah. Here. Yeah, we no, I love the turf, but yeah, it's it it holds the heat. That's oh, for sure. yeah, oh, yeah, so, man. So, yeah, and catches what they do about, fine. yeah, what they do about a million squats. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. That's a very, very, very demanding spot on the field. And I mean, as well, too, there's you know, there's the added aspect of just they, they tend to be the field generals, you know, they yeah, tend to they be see the ones that are. Yeah, exactly. They got the best view. You know, they're they're the ones that are that are. I mean, they they normally are the ones who are doing the bulk of the talking, who are kind of directing traffic. Yeah, um, it's just kind of the nature of the game, I think. Um, uh-huh. And you know, so they've they've got that as well. You know, getting back to kind of your your point about leadership. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we definitely look to our catchers to be you know, vocal leaders, you know, everything, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's a, it's a huge responsibility. It's not an easy one, but uh, it's, it's definitely something that, you know, we, we, and I, I feel like a lot of other teams are probably in the same boat as well. Um, You know, you, you really push the catchers to, you know, to, to have, uh, a big say in what's going on and, and to be, you know, vocal and, you know, set the tone, those sorts of things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Catchers, catchers for me, catchers is it. I applaud all catchers because, man, imagine, like you said, down here in Texas, right? You got 100, 105 degrees. You catch it on the bad, a bad, you know, summer day, and it's about 110 out here. Mm. <laughs> mm. Man, look, any pass ball, y'all can have two, three bases if those. <laughs> How many catchers do you guys carry? Just out of curiosity. We have two catchers. You have two? So, do, yeah, yeah, we've got two as well. So, yeah, we have two. We have two catchers. So, yeah. A little, little pressure, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got yeah. two. We've, we've got another girl that can throw on the gear. If you know if we need her to, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we we're that's uh we've got two there. I mean, everybody's got to have at least two. I think that's a given. Yeah, yeah I see exactly. a lot of teams that carry three nowadays as well. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're, I mean, they're they're good athletes. So, you know, they yeah, can, exactly they can, can do more than just catch. Else. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. that's again, shout out to the catchers out there. 
I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a national catcher's day. There you go, right there. Exactly. They deserve it. <laughs> they, they deserve two, three of them. <laughs> yep. There you go, man. You know, for sure. Catches is it? Catches it? So, you know, we'll jump into the next talk, man. We'll talk about some uh, fundamentals, man. Like, like how big is fundamentals, like in your, in your practices? Well, we we like to spend. A lot of times what we'll do is is we do a lot of early on um, in our practices, we'll do a lot of, I mean, you know, you've got your, your normal routine of getting loose, getting warmed up, whatever, those sorts of things. Um, we spend time, we call them every days or our daily. Day. Yeah. yeah. You know, where we, we, we always do those for a little while to open up practice. Um, and then we get into a lot of our, you know, our, our, our drill work. And we, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll, we'll split into positional groups. You know, we'll, we'll have the corners go, um, outfielders go with a coach, corners will go with a coach, middle infielders will go, you know, with a coach. Um, you know, we try to get catchers in as well, mm-hmm. um, where we just, we just work on, well, I mean, honestly, like you said, fundamentals of the position. And, uh, you know, and game awareness, those sorts of things. Um, I, I like to we, – we do like to mix in one, – one thing that I've – you know, as, as a coach, it, look, I, I don't have everything figured out. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try to be receptive to – you know, you, you see stuff. You see – sometimes you'll see stuff, whatever, on – social media or website or something like that. You're like, man, that looks like a good drill right there. That, Oh yeah. I see the benefit of that. Sometimes you see stuff and you're like, what the hell are they doing? You know, like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand the benefit of this whatsoever. (laughs) Like it seems like a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then you, you, again, you're, you're doing these podcasts, talking to, to coaches and things like that. I'm writing articles, talking to coaches. So you start to get some ideas from other coaches, you know, other programs, those sorts of things as well. Mm -hmm. And we, we've taken it to where we, I like to push also the athletic acrobatic stuff as well. You know, those, those high, whatever those, those high, um, high profile plays, you know, learning to be exceptional um, there's a coach in our organization who uses the term dare to be exceptional that I, I, I really actually, I think it's, it's a pretty cool concept to have and, and they push it every practice. And it's, it's something we've kind of adopted too, especially this winter is like, we'll spend time where we, you know, we do things that, you know, are, are out of the, out of the ordinary, you know, those, those that, you know, the bulk of teams aren't going to be able to make will practice. So when they do happen in a game, you, you, you know, you're, you're prepped, you're ready for it. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you know what to do in that situation. So fundamentals obviously is a huge thing. Um, we, we do a lot of time and situational stuff also, um, you know, uh, really all kinds of stuff. Um, bunt plays, mm-hmm. you know, runners, runners here, runners there, you know, just, some of it's stuff that we've worked on forever and ever and ever, you know, and that we still hammer on it. Some of it's, you know, slappers, you know what I mean? That's, that's obviously something that we work on slap defense. Um, I mean, there's the, 
there's so many different things that right. <laughs> honestly, you know, we could we could talk at nauseum about it, but mm-hmm. but we definitely spend, you know, we we di- we try to spend a good bulk of the you know, especially the early portions of our practices on um, you know, a lot of drill work, a lot of again, your term fundamentals. Um, I mean, it's it's really the foundation, I would say, um mm-hmm. of it all, so so there's there's no need to to get away with that, and I I sometimes I think too, you know, we we you, you don't want to overcomplicate things yeah. for for these athletes, especially the younger ones. You know, your your daughter sixth grade, so what is she? Eleven years old. Eleven, probably? yeah. Eleven, 11. years old. Mm-hmm. My daughter's thirteen. You know, I mean, they're you know they're they they got a lot of stuff on their plates, like we talked about. Again, we also talked about, I remember when I was 11 and 13 years old, and I didn't know much at all, you know. So, like, <laughs> sometimes if you're – I think if you're throwing too much to these girls, it's, it, there's just – it's going to be too much to process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I – you know, it, it, it comes down to trying not to also overcomplicate things. Um, yeah, we want to teach them the right way to do things. Yeah, we want to challenge them to learn new things. But we don't want to try to get it to a point where they're just they just don't understand what we're talking about, and then they're too afraid to ask, "What are you talking about?" Right? They they don't understand. So, you know, it's it's a fine line, man. Um, that that's that's my thought, at least on all that. Yeah, and that's that's the same like with me because a lot of girls that they so scared of failure that they don't ever want to speak up. Some girls is very vocal and they're, hey, coach, I don't get it, you know. But you have some that they are just just thinking in their head, like, no, maybe he said this, maybe he didn't, and just just won't speak up because they're just scared of, oh, they say I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, then Mm -hmm. I'm not good. And it's like, no, because batting three for ten is dang on good in 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 this sport so it's is all failure is i mean that's you coming into the sport as me like you looking to fail if you don't fail then how you know your flaws everybody have flaws so if you never fail oh i'm good what do i need to practice on right Mm -hmm. you know you you have to fail and that's in any sport not just softball you have to know that I'm not perfect and I will never be perfect. And I think like for these softball girls that, you know, and just, just being a girl anyway, like they want to be perfect, you know, and then mm-hmm. with that behind it, they like, no, nah, I, I can't mess up. And so like my daughter, she's just starting to really understand like, Hey, some place you can make some place you won't make. You right. might make a crazy acrobatic play, and right. then the next one might be a little simple, and you might bobble it. Like it's part of the game. Yep. And that's how you respond to it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Are, are we gonna make the same mistakes over and over and over, or will you fix it after the second mistake? You know, right. like so. It's just is 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 a lot that goes on into this sport, and me as in uh, a parent that that had didn't really play and you know uh didn't even think i would be involved in softball <laughs> involved right. in softball let alone i have a really good 
kid, you know, like, and so it's like, at one point of time, she didn't want to listen to me. Like, right. you know, I'm trying to tell her to do this. And she like, like, I'm not like, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you, like yeah. I think we, she we've just, all been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she just didn't want to tell me that part. But she she was thinking it. I know. Sure. You know, but by me, like she started seeing me, you know, as in doing this podcast, learning from all the different coaches that I've talked to. And just giving her the knowledge from, you know, what everybody, every time I get out for podcast, I go straight up to her and tell her like, hey, you know, I just heard this coach say this, this, this. And she like mm-hmm. looking at me like, like what? And I'm like, okay, so what you've been doing, you need to stop doing that. And we're going to try this, this, and this. And she like, but why? I'm like, because it's always good to try things. You never know if it might work or not, you know? So that's, that's how I kind of, got her to you know like hear me out for some things i know she do her research and see these videos and mm-hmm. all this and 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 i know she work looking because randomly she'll send me hitting drills and you know fielding right. drills and stuff like that and i'm like okay well hey that's something new add it to the list we'll work on it and right and that means for me that's how i i help my kids i i i research and I mean, me, I'm always learning from other people because once you feel like you can't learn from the other person or from somebody else, then 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 you 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 kind of leveling yourself out. And and I always feel like it's a place to grow at everything. Sure. No, I I man, I agree with you. Well, like I said, I mean, I, you know, neither of us grew up playing this sport. Mm-hmm. No, and I no. mean, you know, you you talk baseball. You know, I mean, baseball is a you know, yeah, the premise of it is is pretty much the same as softball, but the reality is, is it's, it's a lot different. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's they pitch different. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You know, the the ball moves differently. You know, I mean, you, you don't see a rise ball so much in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, you got girls throwing rise balls in softball. I mean, it's <laughs> you know, sixty feet versus ninety feet. Yeah, it's a different. You know, the fields are smaller. It's just a. I don't know. It, it, there, it there's there's not as much time, you know, there's not as much mm-hmm. margin yeah, for error, it. you know. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's a very, very different game than the game that I grew up playing that you know, given the fact that my daughter is involved in this, mm-hmm. that's why I started getting into it. And then we we started getting girls that you know, she she's been playing with for a while and you know, you you see them develop and it's like, okay, you know, and we're, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. And now we're to the point where we're, we're thinking about the big picture, the really, really big picture, you know, like what, what are we going to do? How are we going to get these girls ready for what they ultimately want to end up doing? You know, it's, 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 you know, it's different than it was when they were six and seven years old. Oh yeah. But the, but the the enjoyment and the passion is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, just learning, learning everything along the way, and learning new ways to to do things. You know, getting getting good information from people, hitting. You know, people. You know, from the hitting side of things, especially the pitching, the pitching side of things. Um, for me, at least, um, you know, learning the, the the different kinds of defense. Again, defending the slap. You know all the different bunt defenses, things like that. There's just, there's just different things in play 
than what I grew up knowing on the baseball field. Mm-hmm. Um, again, premise is pretty much the same, but it's it's still different to the core. And uh, you know, getting the feedback, learning from people. So what we do, we we practice with one of our older teams in the organization right now. Oh, okay, that's that's what we do. Like in the winter, we're we're practicing together with a team that's, you know, they they've got girls that are. You know, sometimes whatever, two to three years older than us, which is very beneficial because they, you know, they they're they're there, you know, they're getting ready and set up for it. And, you know, there's things that they do that their coaches do that we see that are like, okay, that's that that's that's a good idea. You know, that's that's a good standpoint. That's a good perspective towards things. Yep. And I'd, I'd, you know, I'd like to think that there's things that we bring to the table as well that you know, challenge them or that they learn from us also. And it's, it's just a, as long as you're open to it, which I think, I think most people are, um, that's, that's what's going to help you grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to be open to everything, especially in softball. Cause man, yeah. like you were saying about the slappers, man, these slappers don't just do regular slaps, man. They slap, oh, man. They slap it over your head. Dude, oh, I was like, yeah. Like, Come on, you got to choose one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I. I'll tell you, man. They're they're never they're never fun to defend. I mean, they're, they're it's never it's never. Oh, great! A slapper's coming up. You know, you're like, oh man, here we go. You know, all right. <laughs> you know, right? Especially on that easy. left side, that third Yo, base. for sure. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh, no, yeah, just come sure. on, bring some right-handed batters up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, again, you you know you you as long as you're open and receptive to to learning what are effective ways to defend that and, and to pitch to them, and you know the whole nine yards, that's that's the best thing you can do. I mean, it's you want the challenge, you know, you want to. That's the the fun part about it, at least for me, is is the challenge side of things. Is you know being able to see like okay, you know this is this is something that's gonna test us here how are we going to come out on top with it though mm-hmm. and you know it, it's it's my duty and my responsibility to try to prepare my girls to be able to understand it learn how to defend it and then execute it mm-hmm. and it's not always it's not always fluid it's not always you know it doesn't always work the way you design it up to or you want it to but as long as we're we're putting them in position to where they they have the knowledge and understanding of things, and they can execute the majority of times. Again, there's going to be failure, like you said. Oh yeah. You know, the best hitters are you know girls who will hit, you know, 300, 400, or something like yeah. that. Those are usually some of the the best hitters that you'll see right there. So mm-hmm. they're they're failing more than they're succeeding. Yep. So and and so so if if you have a you know you facing a slapper. Me, I would pitch inside a million pitches inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what What's your process? You know, when a slapper coming up. Um, I. Well, I I'm I'm gonna give the boring answer first. It it all depends. Um, yeah. Don't don't hey don't don't give your top notch answer, man. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> no, like, I mean it, it. It depends. I mean, we you know I'll look at I'll look at the the swing path. You know what you know, how big is the girl, you know, things like that. Um, you know, how's our defense, you know, I mean, I, I try to, to get an idea as to, 
you know, what is the girl, especially, you know, first time up can be a little more tricky than the second time up. But once you start seeing an athlete, I mean, I'm, I pay attention to everything. You know, I remember everybody. I, I just, it's just, I don't know. I just remember everything (laughs) when it comes to seeing people, you know? Um, So, you know, make mental notes in your head and seeing those sorts of things. And then you attack accordingly. Um, A lot of times for me, I like to go up to a slapper to try to get them, especially, you know, our, our girls, you know, some, some of our girls have really taken to the rise, rise ball pretty well. And, um, you know, if we can get a slapper to commit to that pitch and then get that little bit of hump at the end, you know, to where the ball is going up, you can get a lot of pop-ups, you know what I mean? We contact yeah. or swinging through, you know what I mean? They're, they mm-hmm. swings and misses are a lot of pop-ups. So, so I, I like to go that approach up and down a lot too. Um, you know, change ups, we'll, we'll go with that, you know, try to get them on it. But a good slapper can still beat you on any of those. Oh, heck uh, yeah. <laughs> Curveballs in on the hand. Um, you know, if you're, this is assuming you got a right handed pitcher, um, you know, throwing curveballs in on the hands, you know what I mean? Trying to jam them. Um, for weak contact, but it, but again, you know, sometimes that's what the slapper wants is weak contact. You know, they, they still got that head start going, whether they get jammed yep. or not. Mm-hmm. And, they move you know, usually slappers are girls who have above average speed. Yeah, but so, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes that plays into their favor. So it's mm-hmm. bottom line is, is there's, they're never easy to, yeah. you know, to, to defend in my opinion. Um, and I, I know there's a lot of teams, that will load up on slappers on their roster or they'll just have athletes that they'll say you're, you're moving to the left side. You're going to turn around and become, I mean, a lot of slappers were initially right-handed hitters. I mean, that's, that's not uncommon at all. So, you know, so they were right. Maybe they like just wasn't, you know, that good right-handed hitters and then they just switched over. Or, uh, I mean, maybe, like, maybe you know that's what I case. mean? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I I'm that's something, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm just that's just what the first thing popped into my head. <laughs> I mean that that could be part of the case. I mean, maybe it's a scenario where it's like, you know, if, if you want to stand out, mm-hmm. you, you have to do something that's gonna help you stand out. Um, you know, I mean there's 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 a lot another thing that I've learned in talking to a lot of these schools and a lot of these programs and all that you know is it's just a a lot of them remark at how much talent there is in the game now you know like there's a lot of really good athletes that are playing this game it's growing like you said i mean this game is growing rapidly more and more girls are getting into it and it's just you know with that comes stronger athletes you know girls are doing their work in the off season, you know, they're, they're grinding they're they're getting bigger, they're getting stronger, they're getting faster, whole nine yards. So you got a lot of girls who, who are strong athletes to begin with, you know, I, sometimes it's what's something that I can do, you know, to separate myself from the pack, you know, not every girl's, you know, six foot tall and can hit the ball 280 feet, you know, right. you know, it's, Sometimes it's just, what do I got to do to, you know, to make myself be, you know, a standout? And, I mean, that speed plays in this game, if you oh, got yeah. it, speed plays. And, and stepping on that left side of the plate and getting that little head start, you know what I mean? And 
And if, if you can do multiple aspects of it, like you said, if you can, you know, play the short game, you know what I mean? You know, you, you chop well, you got the power slap. I mean, there's – so we got a slapper on our team. And, I mean, there's there's been many times where she'll, you know, she'll slap early on in the game and she'll draw the infield and the outfield in. And then I, I remember last year at Nationals, actually, we were playing a team. And outfield was way in. You know what I mean? It was a – it was a – kind of a high pressure game and she just swung away no slap whatever she hits a, a ball in the gap that probably would have been a single you know what i mean if they're playing normal depth but because the outfield was in so much she, the ball rolled to the fence she was standing on three <laughs> you know what i mean so it's it's uh mm-hmm. it's it's pretty awesome i mean it's it's a pretty pretty cool concept it's you know sometimes i wonder you know the, are there why don't baseball players do this so much i mean i guess it's bigger field more time to throw somebody out you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah you know, those sorts of things but it's uh it, it's a pretty cool concept in the game and it's, it's if you if you got them i mean you're, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah if you got them on the team it's, they're a luxury that's for sure mm-hmm. and when you're yeah. playing against them you're yeah you're, yeah good luck yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, here we go. You gotta hope, hope, hope for the best for yo for your part. That's it. Exactly. Uh, yep. Man, I've seen. Uh, so before before we we joined Hustle, who was with the Bombers, and we played the Hustle team the 2011s, mm-hmm. and you, they they got a slapper on there. She got, I think she got um, turbo boosters in her shoes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, boom, she first pitch. Ah. She's doing her little slapping motion. So, like you said, started coming up, even the outfield coming up. I think it was like the next two pitches. Okay, boom, boom. That third pitch, dead center field power slap inside the park yeah. home run. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you add uh, in their speed as well, too. I mean, they don't they don't have to hit the ball out of the park. I mean, you know, it's – They so it's, fast. Oh yeah. And I mean if you you can if you can play things well, you know, I mean, if you can you know, when you are slapping or you know, when you take that away and they'll just swing away sometimes, I mean, you'll you'll see you'll see some girls that are really, I mean, on top of being exceptionally athletic, they're also just they they're masters of their craft. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's impressive. I mean, you, you almost yeah, it's frustrating when it happens against you, but at the same time too, you're kind of tipping your cap like, oh, you know, that's, that was good. Stuck right there. That's, that <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? That's you oh, know they're yes. they're out there. I mean, we've we've seen a far fair share of them as well, and mm. it seems like it's weird, man. We've we'll play teams from the south. We've played teams from the south where they'll just load up on them. I mean, no, the whole team. There might only be like <laughs> one or two girls that are hitting right-handed, and then the whole uh, rest of the team is all lefties. Flat That's crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. crazy. So I don't know if it's more prevalent if you see a lot down in the south. I mean, I don't know if it's pretty much the same as it is anywhere else, but it's it's definitely they ain't fun, man. Yeah, oh, fun. no, it ain't fun. I mean, Unless they're much. on your team, then you love it. So Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. If they yeah. not, then it's like, oh, here they come again. What yeah. are they gonna do this time? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, down. I mean, here in the in the Houston area, 
it's it's about one on on my daughter's team they actually don't have any mm-hmm. that slaps but they got two that's like they they get on base and man you gotta have Rehavoc. a perfect yeah. catcher like yeah. she gotta be just at this point of time she have to be perfect or they're just they're just right. still bases like they yeah. got those that they got the speed of a of a slapper Right, sure. Yeah, but they not, but they not slappers. Well, speed plays, man. Oh There's yeah, speed kills. Speed plays in this game. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So, man, I want to appreciate you, man, again for your time, man. You know, it's always good to just hear from other people' perspective. It was good to hear, you know, the different the, the process that you do in writing the articles, you know, and stuff like that, man. So, again, I want to appreciate you for for giving me your time and, and doing the podcast. Yeah, for sure, man. I, you know, always, always enjoy talking to you as well. It's good to know, get, get, get some feedback from other people out there and, mm-hmm. you know, make, make new relationships with people, you know, hear about stories about what's going on in different parts of the country. And yeah. I mean, it's at the end of the day, man, it's, it's about these kids, man. Exactly. Making it, it. making it fun for them, and mm-hmm. I think uh, what you're doing is is definitely definitely a step in the right direction. You know, yep. definitely spreading mm-hmm. a good word. That's what we need. So, yep. Same with you. Same with you. Those articles. You know, getting them, getting the schools out there, the smaller schools, the smaller orgs. I mean, if you do the big orgs, whichever, it's just it's just good to just see you know and hear about about people and just like you said, different areas because I know like me i don't like reading but i've i've read a few of the articles just to you know hear and see like hear and read about what's going on up there because mm-hmm. if we was up there we wouldn't be playing softball it's too cold <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're going up we we go up to iowa next weekend which is colder than where no. we're at but we'll be playing indoors so We'll okay, be, so we'll be outdoors playing towards the end of March. We'll be rolling the dice. It's always a crapshoot in March and April here in St. Louis. You could have, well, really the Midwest just in general. I mean, it don't have to be just St. Louis. I mean, you could, you could have. I mean, the past few days have been like 65, 70 degrees here, you know, and then you could have, it could be 30 degrees in April. You know, like what, what, you know, yeah, we had 65 in February and we got 30 in April. I mean, it's just, you're just rolling the dice mm-hmm. at that point. So, oh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you, man. But again, man, I appreciate you, man, for your time. Yeah, for sure, man. Same to you. Yep. Yep. All right. You guys, good All luck right. to you this year. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll stay in contact. All right. Yeah. Good luck to you. Good luck to y'all, man. And I have a, um, I have a couple schools, you know, here some NIA schools that that I mean, I I send you the stuff. Maybe you can reach out to them. They they made um, some history like a year or or something like that ago, and I don't know if it was games one or winning streak or something like that. Oh, so really? I'll okay. Send you, yeah, yeah I I send you that you information. Got, you, talk, you talking about like Lady of the Lake or? Yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, Lady, Lady of the Lake. Lake. Yeah. That's good program. Real good program yeah. down there. Oh, yep. yeah. It's there, man. And it's on the little west side of San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. It's, See, that's what I'm crazy. saying, man. You, it's it's crazy, like, getting to know getting to know all these schools. That That's what's kind of been fun about it is just mm-hmm. 
you know, I've, I've become more than just a casual fan. Now I'm invested into all this. Yeah, you just at I, college and everywhere. Yeah. Yep. That's you get like, to know all this stuff. So mm-hmm. good stuff, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So again, man, appreciate you, man. Yep. Take care, uh-huh. man. Be good. All right. I thank my boy, Mike Estrada, for getting the logo right. So all my small business owners, if y'all need some logos, y'all hit up my boy, Mike, man. I'll let my boy, Thomas, he's still out here getting them kids right. So y'all speed and agility, y'all need to hit him up. He got some quality work. My boy, Jeremy. With the tent, go follow his page on Facebook, GTZ Window Tent, and and hit him up. May y'all get them appointments in. Levi's reads some more. Let the wife get them doors looking good. I know them doors might be naked, so go ahead and let her get y'all right. Levi's Mobile Detailing just a call away from getting them cars to looking brand new again. So y'all hit us up, and we ready to get some work in. All of us. <laughs>